for the evening. Sorry for the TPK. Let's go. Come on in, join the show, take a seat, grab a hoe, kick your feet up on the desk, man, cause we about to roll, play some D&D, baby. We ain't nothing but mammals, and yes, we do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. We got people wild shaping, barbarians raging, goop trying to gobble, cause goblins are fucking cannibals. Um, this is Dungeons and Dragons with lots of drunken asses, so send your kids to their room, break out the secret stashes. No discussion about what's fair and right, this is us living life by a paradise. So, step on down to our lair of mice, face stepping right through your screen into paradise. Yo! This is paradise. Nothing's off limits in our paradise. It's a fucking DD! This is paradise. Nothing's off limits in our paradise. Go as far as you can see. This is paradise. Nothing's off limits in our paradise. Fucking all the sucky bees. This is paradise. Uh, um, heretic. Uh, yeah. I think you meant sucky bees. I know what the fuck I meant. Roll for initiative. It looks like our heroes find themselves inside of a treacherous cave. One mistake could be doomed for them all. Let's see if they survive next time on Paradise. Last we left off, you motherfuckers were in uh, Gustav's new mansion and um, Hope came busting in the door after you kind of outed, or after Adave's kind of outed her entire organization. Um, And you find her being captured by um by charity and uh in the midst of it all gustav was trying to tell you about uh, what he knows and that's where we'll begin just for a quick clarification when you said outed you meant betrayed horribly yes it wasn't that bad. i mean maybe not for you but i mean good <laughs> curls up in the corner because it was her idea last session last session like i cut it off right when she got captured right yeah yeah okay so that's the last thing you guys see and we'll start there yeah so we're all just like looking out the window watching this lady get dragged away by a bunch of guards while she's yelling at us just well we don't have no time to unpack all that oh man this is my idea we really shouldn't have gone over there i just wanted to pay off my debt i'm sorry oh jeez. goop goes to the, to the window and like bangs on it sorry sorry hope i'm so sorry well, you didn't know that Adave is an arc. I did know. That's on me for not saying anything sooner. I didn't realize where we were going before we got there. Oh, jeez. It will all be okay. Adave, I hope you realize that in doing this, you have set me back many, many months. And you have created something that I must take care of now. Well, y'all, hey, y'all act like I did the bad thing. I think most of the party looks at Adave at that point. You really did. You really did do a bad thing there, Adave. Charity cannot be trusted. Show of hands who thinks that that was a bad thing. Goop raised their hand. Yeah, guy's gonna raise his hand. Gustav yeah. shrugs and just continues flipping through his notebook. Goop uh, shapes water to make another hand to raise. <laughs> oh, I suppose just having black, I suppose just having black markets and selling illegal contraband is just the all king thing to do. Adave, that was the only place you could have possibly gotten another hand, for one. And for two, not all of us can hokey pocus pocus shit. I need weapons. Guy Guy, Guy's holding up his hand, like, and counting off the points that uh, Angel's making, as Angel's making the points. We needed that black market open. I'm fucking glad I bought something before he left. Because I had a fucking feeling you did something and that I wouldn't be having that chance. <laughs> Not to mention you betrayed someone who had given us her, her trust. No, you betrayed, was it worth it to Dave? 
was it really fucking worth it for you to do that to us? So, for some of those points, yes, I, I guess I somewhat agree. I probably could have handled that better. But, yes, it was worth it. I don't see an issue with what I did. Okay, hold up. <laughs> In the end, when gods are clashing, there are very few things you can trust. We must be able to trust each other. What's your AC, Adave? <laughs> just... Just... <laughs> Is he gonna punch you in the face? Yeah. I feel like that's a... It's an 18. A, a theme to the beginning. Huh? It's an 18. God damn it. Alright, I'm going again. <laughs> <laughs> she catches her hand. Angel swings He's gonna start moving towards to try and break this fight up, but he's like moving slowly. Jesus Murphy. Angel Angel swings Angel swings with her left hand. That's a Adave catches it midair as as Angel's like, nah fuck this and swings with the right. Angel comes in with a fucking uppercut and catches Adave under the jaw. (laughs) And like knocks her on her ass. Knocks him on her ass. And he's like, I cannot fucking believe you. I I've been putting my da- myself out there so much for you nowadays, it's fucking ridiculous. That was a nat 20, so I would say that something falls out of her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second! I was about to like start going off on do, you, but... <laughs> do you see, like, uh, she's, he's, he's kind of clutching his mouth and a, and a golden tooth falls out into his hand. What the fuck? Angel goes to grab it from Adave. Oh, it's he's bleeding profusely on it, and it's just it's, it's nasty. Oh, no, I, Adave, I will kick you if you don't hand over the fucking tooth. I want to look at this thing. It's mine now. <laughs> you can't claim my tooth. I got it <laughs> out of you. I think I deserve it after I what I've been through. This is ridiculous. Break it up, Gustav, you two. Break it up. What is that you have right there? The guy's gonna move over to it, look over Gustav's shoulder. Because they've already talked a little bit about this, but he, but Gustav is on like some kind of he's on his own wavelength now. He's just ignoring everybody else, reading through the notes, trying to get a game plan down in his head. And he, he kind of looks up at you, notices Angel and Adave fighting, and like he didn't notice it before, and glances back at you. Gustav, this is my plan. I need to make an attempt to salvage or at least try and preserve as much as I can of the organization. I must do this as quickly as possible, but I will attempt to rejoin you here. And he's going to point to a, a specific uh, point near the end of the dungeon. It's a, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you remember the description, but it's a uh, mine shaft. Yes. Right. With, uh, with the, the things cut off the side. Yeah. So he's going to, he's talking about like the, towards the end of that. Okay. He's looks at you and he shrugs and he says, that is fine. Granted, when you're looking at the map, you realize that the tunnels that go in are extremely small. Mm, that's right. Angel looks up for a second like she's listening the whole time while harassing Adave. And she'll just like give Adave a good kick before she meets him. <laughs> she goes up to y'all. She's like, didn't y'all guys say that uh, Charity had a way in? And since... Thanks to someone, we're in charity's good graces. I found several ways in, but I'm not sure. I'm sure they will work. Uh, I'll have to do some reading uh, while we decide, but I'll let you know soon. I mean, we have to do something because the uh, those demon things are going to be releasing out of that portal, and we can't have that. The moment that happens, the rest of the city, the rest of this world is in complete shambles. 
yeah, exactly what Goop said. Like, we cannot waste time on this, I say, as I punch the Dave in the face. Um, but we should probably go ask Charity about this as much as I don't want to. So you want to walk over to Charity? I say I want certain of us leading the pack as we go talk to Charity. I believe that Gustav has a fairly firm handle on this. He has dedicated many resources. I believe that he is the yeah, most... Yeah, Gustav holds up his hand and he says... In our time apart, I already spoke to Charity about this. She pointed me in the right direction to find out the information. This is the most information that we have, and he points to the book. You can tell it's literally filled, like, top to bottom, several pages of just notes about this, uh, place called, uh, fucking Geist Mine. Yeah, I want to talk to Charity as little as possible, so... If you guys want me to give you the spiel of, of what I've written, I can spiel it out again. I mean, you did mention the tiny hole that only, like, Goop could fit through in Verom, I guess. Yeah, so, they, um, there's rumor of this, uh, thing was a goblin that made it in and, um, into this mine, and there was a tiny hole that was able to make it in and out of. Um, Gustav was thinking that he could use his wild shape to maybe, he doesn't know exactly how big a giant badger is, but maybe it would be big enough to... <laughs> make a person-sized hole to crawl through. I mean, I'm um, bad with that. I can do that I as well. I don't know if a badger would... Yeah, I don't know if a badger would be the animal. That's why I was trying to I find yeah. out. I don't know how much time you want to spend. The The tunnel to get in looks to be about uh, 500 feet. R- Rom is going to insist that we go in through that hole. Uh, everybody hear that? Yes. Um, yeah. Um, Gustav kind of looks at him. He says, the only way that the rest of us will get through is if Goop and I can work together to make the hole slightly bigger. Can Goop also change into something that can dig? Yeah, I can. Um, what animals but, dig? I can't figure but, out. But Gustav, is this the only way in? Uh, yeah, the original entrance of the mine collapsed on itself at one point in time. Um, Gustav. Yes. How stable is this mine? Uh, heretic, would I know? I mean, I assume I would. I made a high roll, but... Yeah, yeah. It looks... Uh, ba- based on the drawings, it looks to be like... Um, it seems to be somewhat stable now, um, but at one point in time, the upper portion of it collapsed in on itself, so the entrance is completely covered. Uh, All right. Yeah, so he just kind of explains the entrance is fucked. Uh, but as of right now, it seems to be stable now. Very good. In that case, you may able, be able to use explosives to widen the hole much faster. Drawings seem to uh, seem to point out... Um, so the drawings are what it used to be like when it was fully active. Um, mm-hmm. But but somebody's kind of drawn over what they suspect it looks like. Um, and uh, it looks like where the hole was about... A thousand feet of rubble and debris has kind of collapsed in and uh, and covered that entrance way. The little hole? No, the little hole is wide open. That's uh, okay. that's like a got from I the got goblin you. cave. You mean the down. main entrance? The ma- yeah, the main entrance where the big elevator okay. used to be to come in and out. That hole was straight yeah. down, and it kind of the the sidewalls kind of fell in and uh, and filled that hole. Okay. About a thousand feet. Um, after Guy says the thing about explosives, Goop, or Gustav kind of looks at him and says, well, there's no black market now, so that will be hard to procure. Guy, guy kind of like waves his hand. 
Explosives are not such a thing that is difficult to make. All we need is some flour. I assume you can have that covered in your kitchens? Mm, I assume. Given, given a confined space and a form of ignition, he kind of gestures at like the party. Easy. It should be no, it should be no trouble. I mean, either we can get the explosive going or me and Gustav can become giant badgers and just dig our way through for you guys to get through. Yeah, that's maybe a better option, a little bit safer, a little bit more time consuming. I agree with Gustav and Goop here. I mean, you guys could just lady in the trumpet, like Goop goes in first, then guy starts digging and Goop come, makes her way back as another thing and we meet in the middle. Oh, okay. I know what you mean. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I mean, I could stay a, I could stay a badger for about four hours before I have to take a little break and transform again. So, oh, sorry, three hours. So, heretic would a badger? I, I don't know. Yeah, um, it could burrow ten work? feet. Um, it's a medium beast, so to make a medium sized hole, it's uh, it burrows at ten feet um, per turn, which yeah, which would be about fifty turns, and fifty times six is three hundred, which would be three hundred minutes. You know. Yeah, 300 seconds. Divided by 60. Yeah, five minutes. And with me on one side and Gustav on the other, we can cut that time in half. Just that about. is ungodly. Imagine like yeah, a giant badger just like digging through like your entire <laughs> world that quickly. Like that's an unstoppable force. <sighs> that's terrifying. <laughs> that's terrifying. Badgers are scary. Bad badgers are scary. It's closer to a thousand feet, actually. Now I'm looking at it. I got a little thing drawn. So, yeah, it'll take you about five you. minutes, both of you. Are, are you okay. saying it would take them five minutes to tunnel through nearly a quarter mile? Yep. <laughs> this is magic, oh. world, baby. <laughs> but then, All did right. you already divide that by two because there's going to be two of them trying to meet in the middle? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, it'll be uh, ten minutes if there's only one. Gustav kind of pats Goop's head and says, this is a good plan. We should start moving now if everybody is okay with it. Goop smiles and lays into the pat. You know? Explosives would be more fun. I agree, but this is safe. So we got a plan. I believe, I believe so. so. All right, let's go. <laughs> we don't have much All time, right. so let's just get out of here. In in which case, this is where we part. I will do my best to catch up with you as soon as I can. As I said before, I, I may not rejoin you until we near the gates of hell. If that is the case, good luck. Be safe out there. Come back in one piece. Angel's gonna approach Guy real quick and like pat him on the shoulder. She's like, "You better." You better meet up with us, or I'm gonna kill you in the afterlife. I just kiss him already. What kind of armor does Angel carry? None. Okay. What? Okay. Yeah. I guess none of you guys like are heavy armor people, are you? Nope. Don't need it. Nope. You sure it's a plus nine? It's a 19 AC. Wait, what was that? Oh, I was gonna say it's 19 AC, but you need uh 20 uh, 20 strength anyway. So, but. Yeah, some pretty decent AC on this plate, for oh. sure. Uh, Angel, I think has enough strength. I'm pretty sure I do, but like, I already have 16 AC, and I got a look going on. <laughs> That's fair. You don't want Can't the, the chain, Chaney Boys leather armor with chains all over it? I mean, I wouldn't be It, a it doesn't kid, look but... like plate armor, it just looks like some someone that really likes chains. A goop sees you uh, trying to give your armor to Angel, and, and she says, uh, I think uh, you're going to need that where you're going. I mean, you're not going to have any backup. Oh, do not, do not worry about that. I have contacts and friends who will be able to help me on my journey. And where I'm going, I do not believe I will be carrying a weapon. I believe they're all captured and being held by charity. We will see. Do you want to give me your armor? Like, if you're giving me your armor, you have to promise they'll be back so I can give it back to you. Well, that was something of the point. All right. 
ain't I'll accept it. Alright, yeah, guy's gonna gonna divest from his armor and uh he's gonna loan it to Angel. Yeah, Angel's gonna quickly put that on. Looking good, Angel. Yeah, um very, very good. It is important that all of you stay alive. Yeah, we plan on it. But you stay alive more. We can't protect you where we are. But we gotta take care of this whole demon thing. I'd, I'd hate for that to happen. The whole demon uprising. <laughs> the second thing I came up with, getting people killed. I love it. <laughs> Goop, this is not your fault, but it is our responsibility. There is a difference. Do not let the weight of your worries weigh you down, for there is much that must be done. I appreciate you, but it certainly feels like it's my fault. He's going to kind of shh. And he's going to plant a nice kiss on Angel's forehead, and he's going to stride out the door. Hate watching him go. Love watching him leave. <laughs> I mean, the ass on that one, am I right? She slaps your leg. <laughs> Are we leaving? Yeah, you guys head off. So Goop wants to make it a point to, uh, to hold the door open for everybody so that Goop is leaving last. And while we're walking, Goop has her quarterstaff in her hand, and she's, like, fiddling with it. And under her breath, she says, Charity is for the weak. And I cast Skyrite so that the sky says Charity is for the weak. Oh, nice. So as, you, uh, as you're walking and looking up to the sky um, and seeing this message written in the sky in the clouds with other clouds depicting that Charity is for the weak, <laughs> Goop, um, <laughs> You guys walk for some time. Uh, it takes you about an hour to get there. Uh, and as, you, as you're approaching the mines, you pass a cabin, and there's a, a lady out front. Um, she looks to be a dwarger, um, but she's very nicely dressed. Uh, and as you approach, she says, Oh, so you're here for a tour of the mines. Uh, Gustav steps forward and says, Ah, yes, yes, indeed. Awesome, awesome. We don't get many people looking at the mines, but I'm always happy to show what's left and tell the stories. So what what brings you guys out this way? <clears throat> knowledge. Knowledge of anything specific? Everything. Well, I have a little knowledge as you guys approach this um you guys approach this this bridge that goes over where the mines used to be. You can see uh, a thousand feet down below this bridge is sort of like a, a dip in the ground and it, and then it kind of slopes back up on the other side of the bridge. Uh, this dip goes about a thousand feet. Um, and she says, this is where the entrance used to be. There's uh, this elevator crank here. Uh, and this this long rope just kind of hangs down. She says, that rope goes to the elevator at the bottom, but the elevator was down when it all collapsed. There used to be uh, horses that would pull this elevator, uh, and you can see this large house-sized crank that used to crank this elevator up and down, and you can see like marks on the ground um, where the horses used to walk consistently, and uh, it's starting to grow grass there, but you can still see sort of the dirt patch. And she says, uh, you know, they say uh, one of the miners' wives threw a prize family heirloom down this shaft. I don't know what got into her. They said uh, that ring would allow you to see through objects. That's the craziest thing if I ever heard it. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I heard that the uh, the mines collapsed over the uh, main entrance. What caused the collapse? Yeah, I'm not sure. I was my, my husband was working down there along with all his friends, and then just one day, its ground started rumbling, and then it just all fell in. This, uh, this girl that threw her stuff down, man, it's a story. Apparently she had, she had no idea that it was an x-ray thingamabobber, so, um... Can I roll insight on this lady? Yeah, go for it. Okay. 
Um, so she threw it down, and after the collapse, you know, um, she she thought maybe they'd still be alive if it wasn't for her throwing down that that ring. So said the guilt after the collapse got her got to her, and she jumped off the bridge. Never found her family fortune. Oh, she must have been really sad. Yeah, she must have been. We think we I think that thirteen. Oh yeah, she seems to be uh, telling the truth. Um, okay. We think that we think that the mines collapsed because they were rushing. They were rushing to get it all done, and they were digging straight down, and they weren't bracing things properly. Uh, so you know what they were looking for? It's kind of weird to be digging so fast in such a dangerous place. They were supposed to be mining some some platinum for these uh some platinum and some copper for these coins, these charity coins, but uh they weren't really finding a lot of that. A lot of it was just gemstones and and I heard some chatter about some other stuff. I never could quite make out what it was. They said something about an infinity stone. Goopa takes out one of her charity coins. Is it made out of platinum? Uh it's 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 um it looks like it's made out of platinum, yes. Goop looks over at Gustav <laughs> and raises her eyebrows. Like, ooh, this is yeah, valuable. He does the same thing. Kind of nods his head. Rom well, is going to, like, take note of the platinum. Yeah. Well, uh, see, so this bridge used to go across, and uh, when it collapsed, it fell, but we repaired it because we needed a way across. And my buddy my buddy used to live over there in them caves, this little, uh, little goblin guy, like, the rest of you too is he still alive i haven't seen him in a long time him and his family used to be over there we used to call him mini me and he's the goblin who crawled through the little hole i don't know anything about a hole oh well then disregard the thing i just said there's a hole you mean this whole time we've been trying to convince charity to up up this like dig up this stuff so we can find our loved ones and there's been a hole in there gustav like Nudges Adave, trying to get her to do her usual and cast combo motion. A what? Uh, we mean like a holy place, like a holy place, like like <laughs> this whole place is holy. Yeah, big old holes and whatnot. But yeah, praise Leviathan. Hey, whoa, whoa, none of that devil worshiping God stuff around here. <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought everybody was into that here. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why I don't go to town much. I'm not into that 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 ritual humbo jumbo stuff. You must have had a bad experience. Well, yeah. I mean, look at me. What is she showing me? She's a dorger. A dugar, I mean. <laughs> okay. You know what? I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Me being a goblin, people are always so afraid of me. I totally my, get it. My peoples, my peoples were tortured by mind flares and left to right. And you're trying to tell me that gods exist and they care? I don't believe it. Well, they care. I don't believe it. Don't you go spreading your lies around here now. Okie dokie. Sorry about that. Anyways, my buddy Mini-Me, that was his cave over there. And she points across the bridge. You can see there's a, a huge, uh, huge cave. Uh, just a big rock foundation about a thousand feet across the bridge. Is that the way that we believe the hole is? Yeah, yeah. So, he used to live over there, and I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, I'm kind of scared to go in. I hear a lot of roaring and stuff in there, so uh, if y'all the adventuring type, go on in there and see what you can find, and let me know if you find them, because I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I'm going to bring you a souvenir. What do you want from inside? Well, I, I, I really just want to know if my friend's okay, his family. 
And he has he has some dogs that he used to carry around, some big old direwolves. See see them. Maybe I could if they're if they're dead. Maybe I could raise one of them. Maybe they could be like my way of remembering if if they're not okay. Would there be a way to pickpocket this guy? <laughs> <laughs> no. But yeah, go ahead. Okay. What do you do? I need to make like a sneak and then a sleight of hand. Yeah, no, no, you just make sleight of hand right now. I see. Well, you know, if if any of me happen to be alive, we'll let them know that that, that you're looking for him. What, what's your name again? My name is Ivoronica Vane. All right. Well, nice to meet you, Ivoronica Vane. We'll let many of me know that 24. you're looking for him. Yeah, you got a uh, a gem where it's about fifty gold. Sweet. Um, can you like describe it? <laughs> as you as you like kind of bump into her as if you're walking backwards and like touch her touch her shoulder. She's like, oh. <laughs> so she's focusing on the shoulder, and you stuck your hand in, in her pocket and just pulled out this gemstone. I want to, like, stand behind her where she can't look and jump up and down and be like, look what I got. <laughs> like, not saying it, but, like, acting like it. Oh. As, as you see Rom over here holding up the gem behind her and then pointing at it and mouthing, look what I got, look what I got. Oh, no. <laughs> um, uh, we, we should probably go uh, check out M- Mini-Me. Yeah. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Let's go. Let's see you, Veronica. All right. Later, people. As you guys pass your way, uh, walk past this huge elevator crank um, and onto this onto this nicely made rope bridge. It looks extremely new and, and well put together. Um, you get about halfway across, and you look down to see uh, at this point, there's only only about six or 700 feet down. You can see the... Uh, sort of like a skeleton figure but you can't really tell um at the very bottom of this uh hill um that the bridge goes over and uh and the rope that's going down is extremely thick it looks like it was made to pull thousands of pounds um and it's covered by the dirt it looks like the dirt collapsed on it and the dirt the the rope continues to go down this um down into this mine shaft uh, or where the mine shaft used to be uh, and as you come across the bridge, you see the cave entrance. Um, and there's also a hill going down to that to that skeleton as well. I want to check for traps on the bridge, like on the entrance. Isn't the entrance covered in rocks? No, the entrance uh, the entrance to this cave is wide open, um, but it's just in like a huge rocky hill. It's the cave where the mini me lived. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, so you you come across the bridge, so the bridge is behind you. Straight ahead is the cave entrance, and under the bridge is a hill that slopes down a thousand feet, um, where you saw that skeleton. Okay. That's and um, that's where the mine shaft used to go down, but it's collapsed in, and it's just all dirt and rubble. So so if we go down the go into the mini me cave, it'll be collapsed in once we get to a certain point. If you go into the mini me cave, it's just a cave. Um, it's completely separated from the mines. So if you can imagine, there was like a huge elevator shaft um, into the mines, and then a thousand feet away from that was a cave. Um, the elevator shaft, the, the side walls kind of collapsed in, so there's just a big hill left where that dirt kind of filled the hole, and uh, and the cave is just kind of off in the distance there. Okay. Oh, so if we go into the cave, does it not have a hole that we're looking for? According to your drawings, there should be a tunnel that was was there um a, okay a, a i'm gonna uh, tunnel yeah i'm gonna pull up my drawing and direct everybody to follow me into the cave wait before you go inside i think fry wanted to check for traps 
Vrattle? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, I would like to do that. Go ahead. Go ahead and roll perception. 21. 21. All right. Um, you don't see any traps. You do see a torch, an unlit torch on the ground. Um, I'd point it out to them. All right. Well, who here don't have dark vision? That would be I. And I pick it up and just carry it with me. Well, actually, it won't do me much good because I'm going to be turning into a badger, but for now. Yeah. I think va- badgers can see in the dark, so we should be all right. All right. Let's make our way inside. Let's find this hole. The light from outside uh, shines into the entrance of the cave. Beyond that, you can barely see without dark vision. There's a there uh, there's a torch on the ground that's not lit. Um, as you walk in, there seems to be three piles of uh, filthy bedding in this cave. Beside each of the the beds is a strangely designed saddle. Uh, huh. Can somebody roll? Oh, actually, you've got the map. Uh, Gustav, you see a small tunnel um, on the east side of this cave, but you also see a, a larger room attached to this cave um, directly north. Um, you can't really see into it at this moment. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to light the torch that's on the ground, pick it up, and then walk into that room. Huh, three bears. That's interesting. You think he had a bear for each of his dogs? Yeah, the lady said he had a family. Are you are you walking into the room or are you sneaking into the room? Um, well, I have a torch, so I'd be walking. All right. Um, as soon as you head into the room, um, you see that there are seven dire wolves, and they immediately wake up as they notice you. Ooh! <laughs> uh, roll initiative. Okay. <laughs> good doggy, doggy, doggy. Please, good doggy. Roll initiative. Let's do it. You guys, you guys are good. You get, you all get a surprise round, so everybody gets to go first. Vrom's uh, first. Uh, I am going to uh, attack the strongest looking one. With they all look the same. Okay, I'm just going to attack the one to the farthest right. All right. Okay, 21 damage. And that takes over half his life. Uh, and that is going to kill it. Ooh, yeah. I want it to, like, I want to, like, Vrom to scream and be like, ah! And, like, just pop off a crossbow just randomly and hit one of them and be like, yeah, I meant to just, do that. <laughs> you just freak out and just, just shoot it off randomly and it hits uh, the first one and it goes down immediately. Uh, is that your turn? Uh, yeah, I'm going to end my turn. Angel, you're about 10 feet away. Oh, shit. Oh, sh- all right. Uh, shoot it. <laughs> I wish I could spell. <laughs> all right, Angel, as you pull out your revolver with the quickness right from your holster, you shoot it right between the eyes. It does not kill it, though. It just looks to be extremely damaged. Oh, no, that is one thick skull. So you see, you see Vrom just pull out his crossbow and just immediately just arrow straight through his eye and you pull out a gun and shoot another one right in the middle of his eyes and uh, and the bullet goes, the bullet goes in, but it looks like it didn't go in deep enough. Um, and now it's going to be on Goop. All right, so how far away am I, 10 feet? Yeah, you're 10 feet as well. Uh, guy's the only one that's five feet away. All right, Goop charges in. Goop stuff, yeah. Goop charges in with uh with her quarter staff in hand. She leaps in the air, cast shillelagh with her uh, shillelagh jumps in to go for the hit. As the as the wolf looks up and begins to snarl at you, you come down with the shillelagh to hit and does a damn it ten hit. As you're as you're flying down with your quarter staff. Um, the the wolf just backs up a tad and prepares its next attack 
as you completely hit the ground and you just hear poof as the as the shillelagh enchanted weapon hits the ground all right um that is my movement bonus action and action so that's it all right gustav you're five feet away the only person next to you right now is Coop. so am i i'm five feet away from the wolves yeah all right so i just move in whip out my scimitar of speed and swing upon this bitch-ass motherfucker. As you see Gustav pull out this gigantic green or gigantic gold scimitar with uh, energy coursing through it. 21 to hit. 21 hits. Nine damage. All right. Nine damage. It's my new magic item. As soon as it hits, you can see the blade just course straight through one uh, the one that um, Angel had already shot between the eyes, and it just falls down as it whimpers for a moment. Adave. Hold on. Oh, Gustav. <laughs> I get to attack with it as a bonus action as well. Oh, shit. That's right, because it's a speed. Yep. So I move in and attack the next one with it as well. Ten to hit. The second one that you swing at, uh, he manages to dodge out of the way and uh, join the rest of his pack to his left, and he looks prepared to attack you, Adave. Adave's gonna go for that, like, I was gonna go for that one and hit it with and inflict wounds. This is why we can't have nice things. As you cast inflict wounds, um, it is going to take nine uh, necrotic damage. Do you want to describe what that looks like? Just the fur starts to wither away, I suppose. <laughs> you can see the fur start to peel off, and you can see sort of uh, some bare skin that is starting to look blackened from Adave's inflict wounds. Is that your turn? Yes. The one that Gustav angered jumps to attack, and he has advantage because he's with the rest of his pack. Uh, does a 20 hit. Yep. Alright. As the wolf uh, try, looking as if he's trying to defend the rest of his pack after seeing a bunch of his own die, he jumps and uh, bites you for three damage uh, piercing and uh, that is his turn Vram it's on you I'm going to attack the one with the that looks hurt the most mm -hmm. you can see the, the the fur withering off of the skin and and just like black nasty looking skin under it from um, some random spell Adave casted that you've never seen him cast before all right I'm gonna I'm pull out my black gun and I'm gonna be like angel look at me I'm gonna shoot it uh, as, you, as you pull, you're very inexperienced with this pistol. You pull it out quickly and it kind of slips and fumbles in your hands as you pull the trigger. It zooms straight back and hits the back of the wall. Um, that specific oh. one that you're aiming at is very frustrated with you. So he's going like, to jump at you. Uh, he's going to move five feet. Gustav is going to give you an opportunity to attack as he tries to attack um, Rom, who's standing directly behind you. 15 to hit. All right, you swipe at it, and uh, and you see the your blade just kind of scrapes some more of the fur off as he growls and looks even more furious. He uh, attempts to hit Vrom or to bite Vrom. Does an eleven bite? Nope, miss. As as he goes to bite Vrom, Vrom just moves his leg out of the way. And Angel, as you see Vrom standing right beside you, trying to show off with his new gun, this this wolf trying to bite his leg off. Angel's just like wincing, like, that's cringe, bro. And she's gonna shoot it. <laughs> Show him how it's done. And I'm gonna completely miss. <laughs> as gonna go as you completely miss with your first shot, you're like, haha, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm gonna attack again. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, so, 
So, so you're like, let me show you how to do it. You pull it out of your holster and accidentally fire two shots before you can even get it up and aim. <laughs> that same that same wolf at this point is just furious, so he attacks you. 15, uh, it's going to be a 20 to hit. And I assume that hits. You got 19 DC, so that's going to be yeah. it's going to be five uh, five bite damage as he uh, averts his attention from um, as he averts his attention from Vrom Vrom's leg onto yours and just bites and lashes on for a second. And that's going to be the end of his turn. Uh, Goop, you see Angel over here trying to shake this doggy off of her leg, kind of bit in. All right, Goop turns to the left and says, "A dog next to me. I hit that dog with my shillelagh." All right. You swing it like a baseball bat. 16 to hit. 16 hits. All right, I whack him hardcore with my shillelagh. You whack him right in the head. And you do five damage. Five bludgeoning. And then with my off hand, with my off hand, you see me uh, s- a squeeze a leaf, and then all of a sudden my hand burns up into flame blade. And that's my bonus action, and that's where I'll stop. As soon as you hit that one in the head, it gets extremely frustrated with you. Um, and it uh, and it goes to bite, and as soon as it uh, as soon as it leaps to bite, Goop with all of his dexteritis dexteritis might is that the right word? Anyways, <laughs> Goop with all of his dexterity just jumps on top of this fucking wolf, and then does a backflip off of his back and lands on his feet. Yeah, yeah, and Gustav, it's gonna be your turn. All right. <clears throat> so as Goop is fighting with this one, I'm gonna run in with my scimitar and try to. Put it out of its misery. All right. Mm. You swing with Pretty your scimitar nice. and almost hit Goop as he's leaping in the air. Uh, is that going to be your turn? You're going to attack again? I'm going to attack again and say, sorry, Goop, as I miss again. Wow. <laughs> you were so distracted by Goop's crazy chaos and backflipping that you were too busy paying attention to his his movements uh, to focus on hitting this, this wolf that is just sitting very still <laughs> and trying to bite. Um, he turns his attention to you and does a 20 hit. He does 8 bite damage as he uh, latches on to your leg after failing to latch on to Brahms. I mean, uh, Goops. Adave. How close are the wolves? You're, you're 10 feet away from... There's 4 of them left. Or wait, 5 of them left. Adave's going to go ahead and cast Spirit Guardians. Woo? And it's going to be 17 necrotic damage. Tell me, tell me what your Spirit Guardian looks like. They... Taking from taking from what he's seen, they look like the the scourge, uh, the priestess that they from the catacombs of the Ethereum. All right. So how does uh, I don't understand how the spell works. So kind of explain what it does. Oh, uh, bas- it's basically the moonbeam, but it's 15 foot radius. Oh, so it's going to hit multiple here. It's going to hit five, ten. It's going to hit three of them, four of them for 17 damage. Um, and the DC saved. They failed. Or one failed, two failed, three failed. Um, how do you want to do it? I just want these the, these spectral warriors to just, like a blender, chop them up. All right. As you, uh, as you just devour, your spirit guardian just devours them into pieces. Um, seems that you have defeated your small foes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want Brom to. I want Brom to like be jumping around trying to catch meat in his mouth. Oh God! <laughs> As you uh, look around, there seems to be uh, just a few like bales of hay where these dire wolves have been resting in this little nest area. And then you may or may not make a connection to the saddles that were outside. Can I check through the hay see if I find anything? 
you you fumble through the hay and find nothing. Okay, just checking. Are, are these the things the saddles were used for? Probably. I think we killed someone's pet. Oh, we definitely did. Oh yeah, definitely. As you're looking around, Goop, you step in a big pile of direwolf poop. Ah, oh, come on! <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> uh, are we still in combat? No, no, all of them are dead. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Goop, uh, Goop uh, drops her flame blade, uh, and uh, I guess we look for the hole. Oh, jeez. Step right in this little crap. All right, wh- where is this hole? As you guys look around for a second, you do find a tiny tunnel. Uh, it looks to be just big enough for a goblin to crouch through. One person make a nature check. I'll do it. Rob's just going to immediately just crab walk through it. No, Angel's grabbing him. Goop goes first. Nine. Nine. You notice that there are uh, markings on the ground. They look to be left behind by the movements of a snake. Huh. Interesting. A somewhat large snake. Oh, there's going to be... That must be what this hall was from. Some sort of giant snake burrowed its way through. No, no I don't think that's it. I feel like it. I, I kind of wish I didn't drop my flame blade. Because that would have been a, a good protection. Nah, I think it's safe. Maybe? Alright, um, I'm gonna crawl through this hole and see what happens. As you crawl through the hole, it looks to be pretty deep, uh, about 500 feet long. Uh, and it even has, like, smaller veins that exit to the left and the right, um, in this hole. And I shouldn't say exit, because they don't really leave the cave, but they look to just kind of, um, kind of, like, swerve around, like something's kind of made a, a habitat here. Guys, I think something's living in these walls! Maybe, uh, Brom should go with Goop to protect her. Okay, I'm going! I'm crab crab walk 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 crab walk crab walk. Goop, uh, recast Shillelagh and has her, uh, her quarter staff in her hand as she's crawling. Alright, Goop, uh, Goop and Brom head into this tunnel and everybody else is kind of staying back. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and turn into a giant badger and start tunneling my way through. I mean, give them some time to crawl through. I mean, I could only go like 20 feet if we're, they'll be 10 feet ahead of me at least the whole time. So as you guys are crawling, uh, Gustav is behind just starting to dig away as a badger. Um, you look back and you see the holes getting wider where Gustav um, is burrowing um, a, an even larger hole, just, just big enough for everybody to crouch through. Um, and as you're kind of crawling through this really tight squeeze, um, you see a rat. Kind of run across the floor towards you. Um, who me? Yeah, you're in the front. You're in the front. Brom's behind you. So yeah. I whack it. As you go to whack it, you see this large snake kind of come out from one of the tunnels to the side and just devour this rat hole. Um, before you can whack it, are you going to continue to whack? Ah, uh, I will wait and I will watch. As the snake continues to slither, it's a giant constructor snake that just kind of slithers its way back to a hole through the left, and you're left to just continue to go straight in. Alright, I guess I'll continue very cautiously. Rob, we gotta be very careful. There's a snake living in these walls. Uh-oh, snakes are living in the walls. Continuing to crawl. Yeah. After some time, um, i say, um, I would say that Gustav's burrowed about halfway through this tunnel. You guys make it to the end. Uh, and you come into a large uh, a large room that looks like it's part of the mines. It's very man-made. Um, you see a desk with a journal on it. 
Um, you also see an enchanting table, something that uh, you've only heard about, never seen. And there's an alchemy table with a bunch of stuff on it, as well as an altar with a uh, the bones are kind of laid out in like a dick formation. <laughs> and and an elevator shaft. Um, Vram, are you a good reader? I like to think so. How about you uh, read that journal while Gustav and I dig the rest of this hole for the rest of the team? Okay, I will read this journal. I wild shape into a giant badger and begin to dig through the, yeah. What languages do you know, from? Do, what, you want me to roll? What languages do you know? Oh, um, I, I know, uh, descriptions, uh, where's languages? It should be underneath proficiencies in languages. Okay. Um, celestial, common, goblin, and thieves can't. Yeah, you you open this book and it looks very foreign to you. You can't read any of the script that's written in this. I don't know this language. And I start digging. Yeah. Uh, a few moments later, um, you and Gustav finally meet up as you dig and you've dug the the entire portion of this uh, big enough for the rest of the party to fit through. Uh, Goop gives uh, Gustav a nice little kiss on the nose in, in, in badger form. Oh my god. <laughs> That's fucking adorable. <laughs> and then I break um, and then I break for him. <laughs> I assume as as Gustav was digging the hole, the rest of the party was kind of following behind. Yeah, like not close enough to get hit by rubble, but you know him pull out yeah, helping him pull out all the dirt that he's that he's kinda of leaving behind. So you guys are are pretty dirty at this point. Um so yeah, you guys come into this room as well, and you see this this desk with the journal on it. You see the uh, alchemy table and um, an enchanting table, an altar, and an elevator shaft. I was just gonna say I'm gonna make sure I turn back into my human form and uh, check out what's on the alchemy table. Um, as you look at the alchemy table, you see um, there's like an oily, pale green liquid. There's like a red, bubbling, extra carbonated liquid. There's like a red thick paste. Um, there's a vial with some dark red, like milky substance in it. And a small vial with a closed cap. Looks to be some sort of like sticky adhesive. Um, I'm gonna start putting them in my backpack, but I'd like to make some sort of check to see if I can identify them. I'm about, oh, they're, they're like the ones that I have in my po- pocket. And I will pull out a couple of potions. Do you have them in your pocket? I, the, I, the one shot. Well, I know, but it's not, it's not, it's not on your list, on your equipment list, so I assumed you didn't pick it up. I, I picked up one of them. I know, the, the black one. You said there was a black one. <laughs> There's not a black one. <laughs> you took, I swear I took a black one. Why is it? Okay, scratch that then, I guess. Never mind. <laughs> you gotta write shit down. <laughs> I, I swear I write shit down. Um, all right, so yeah, roll a, um, uh, roll an alchemy check. I mean, not alchemy check. Uh, do you, wait, do you have any, like, alchemy skills at all? I think you mean arcana. I deal with herbs a lot, so I figured maybe, like, nature or, like, arcana. Yeah, I'll let you roll arcana on it then. Okay. I know there was, like, a proficiency or, like, a word craft for, like... A nine. A nine. Um, you do recognize the small vial with the closed cap. Uh, it looks to be, um, alchemist fire. But the other cool. four you've never uh, seen before. Will you describe them to me one more time? Yeah, there's an oily pale green liquid. So just put pale green liquid. Um, there's a red uh, bubbling liquid, a red thick paste, and uh, a vial with 
a dark red milky liquid in it, substance. You mean that's Alchemist Fire? No, no, the uh, the one, the fourth one you got, fifth one you got is Alchemist Fire. Oh my bad. So it was a vial of red milky liquid. Yeah. Okay, and then Alchemist Fire. Okay. Alchemist Fire. Yeah. Goop pulls out her cool. uh, sheer solution. Does the sheer solution looks like the the green stuff that uh, Gustav got? No. Interesting. All right. Well, I got this from the bar, so maybe maybe this will do something good. Goop takes one of her four shots of the sheer solution. Just one? Nothing happens. What does it taste like? Uh, it, it tastes like green mint. Hmm, that's pretty good. Mm. Uh, Goop takes a second shot. Oh, God. Hold on. Uh, as you take oh a second God. shot, um, nothing happens. It just tastes like really good green mint liquid. Hmm, this is some good stuff. I'll drink this later. She puts it back into Not her bag. Home? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Goop gives gives Rom one of her four, so now I have one left. I, I just I take a shot. You drink it, because oh, there's only one shot in it. Nothing happens. It just tastes really minty. I'm like, ooh, refreshing. This is really the time to be drinking. Uh, you're right, you're right. Uh, what's the deal with this uh, this hair altar with the bones? Um, does the, the bone altar thing uh, sound familiar to me from the... Which book was this? No, it doesn't. The, uh, okay. The, okay. The altar the altar is lit by like several torches and, and there's sconces kind of like uh, around the altar. Um, the the torches are still lit. It looks to be sort of a magical flame. As you approach it, you feel like a wretched presence. The altar uh, looks to be made of uh, stones carved to look like a fat demon with large tattered wings. Uh, very similar to the one that you saw um and gustav's manor and there's like a minotaur skull head attached to it atop the altar there's a vessel of blood um a heart and one half of a brain and the and the bones are kind of like i said uh arranged in the form of a penis um, <laughs> um Gupa looks over at uh, gustav and says uh gustav um does this look familiar to you what's this all about uh he comes over and looks does he recognize it? Not at all. Not at all. It's like, no, not really. Goop cl- climbs on the altar. She puts a pinky into the blood and tastes it. I'm a cannibal. Does this taste human or goblinoid? It tastes, uh, Duger. Tastes like, hmm. tastes like, uh, um, a dwarf. Uh, yeah, it tastes like a dwarf. You, you wouldn't recognize it. I want to, Rom wants to say under his breath, masterpiece. <laughs> so you say it doesn't taste like a Duger? Because the it, it, you wouldn't know what a dugar tastes like, but it definitely tastes like a dwarf. Okay, like a dwarf. Okay, okay. Hmm. This is a new taste. Huh, interesting. Um, what? How big is the art? Uh, the enchanting table. Um, it's it's uh it's the size of a regular like um uh, dinner table. Um, there seems to be a book on it. There's a book on it. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna read it. Damn, I was hoping I could like disassemble it in my bag. <laughs> book is um entitled abi dalzim's book of enchanting as you read through it um it kind of tells you about um enchanting and how it works and ways you can do it um and it seems that if you learn certain formulas of things by destroying um the item imbued with that specific target spell um you could achieve better like ratios of success um i can send you that stuff later for sure but yeah yeah essentially, essentially yeah. that's what it says sounds good is that the uh book i'll, I'll that, put that in my backpack is that the book that Ron was trying to read or is, or is that a different one that was a different one 
All right, group wants to look at the book that Ram was trying to read. What languages do you know? I know common, druidic, and goblin. You also cannot read this book as you look at it. It seems to be very foreign. I guess I'm not that talented at reading. I can't make out any of these words. Uh, take a look at it. Angel's going to pick it up, uh, and she's going to shuffle over to Adave because between the two of us, one of us is bound is probably going to know the language. What language is Gustav is offended? <laughs> yeah, go, <laughs> go talk to Gustav. Why are you? Why are you doing? Does I mean, the last time. Either okay, one of you whatever. know how to read uh, Abyssal? I sure don't. Let me check my notes. You might. You're a tiefling. Possible. <laughs> I know the opposite of Abyssal. Yeah, I know. Well, so no maybe we'll find it. someone who does. Uh, Angel's gonna pocket the book. All right. I mean, if that is if you want to give me like maybe 24 hours, <laughs> I can read it for you. I guess if we. If we take a nap in here, we'll probably, we could probably do that. Um, does the book have an interesting title that, that's readable, or is the title also an abyssal? Uh, the title is very, is in common. It just, it says Abidalzim on it, and it, it looks to be his, his journal, like a, a written record. All right. Angel, take a note of the name. <laughs> the days of the week are kind of uh, written, so you can see that in common, but the information. All right. Um... um anything of else of note in this room um in this room the only other things you see is um the elevator shaft it seems to be a small hand operated elevator shaft there's a rope tied off at a piece of extruded stone on the wall the rope uh wraps around a sturdy looking bar and meets four ropes that are tied onto a wooden platform it looks as if you're meant to raise and lower yourself by hand it also looks as there's about a thousand feet of slack tied off on the rope up here. That does not look safe. It does not, um, but it looks like we have to pull ourselves up. Who is the strongest among us? I am. I'm like, harrr, harrr. I don't want to be like flexing. You know what? As it's, it's, it's weird as that sounds, I actually think it is. Goopa pats you on the back and go, I, I guess we have to count on you to pull us up as I cast enhance ability <laughs> like he was joking i'm a negative one in strength <laughs> i'm a negative one in strength <laughs> as goop t- pats you on the back i choose oh, I, ch- no. I choose bull strength <laughs> in your mind you see a bull charging up against the wall the moment it hits the wall you snap back to reality and you feel strong and like you have advantage on, sh- on strength checks I feel like this could have been like a group effort. Like we all could have held on to the rope. Well, it looks as if it looks as if the only way up and down is to to pull. It looks like you can stand inside the elevator and lift yourself up and down. Uh, that seems to be the way it was normally operated. Um, by the looks of it, somebody would stand on the elevator. Somebody strong would stand on the elevator and lift this rope up and down for people all day. Oh, so it's like, is it like uh, what do they call like the elevator? The little like hatchet the hatch things can i cast it at third level and, and put it on two people that's yeah it's up to you, you want can to uh, can i feel like super strong is there like a piece of wood i could punch to try to break it i touch from and, and angel all right hmm. <laughs> wait wait hold on uh gustav gustav yes you i've seen you turn into big things like a bear before right uh yeah 
I also want to note that it looks like it, uh, your common knowledge of this world and the mechanics of my table, the more weight, the harder the DC is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. He could turn into a big thing and be strong, yeah, but he's also going to have to lift himself and the rest of us for that to work. Uh, I can lift three people at once. Let's do this. You are a shrimp. What I'll do instead is uh turn into a giant spider to climb up the shaft to go ahead of them oh it's down it's down not up oh way. down, down a oh, thousand feet, yeah. if one of us falls you're we're gonna take you out with us <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea that's a good point what i could do if i get to the bottom before you is set up a web or something i don't know <laughs> pull a spider-man <laughs> But yeah, would I be able to get down below the elevator? Yeah, it's very, it's, 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 it's not fitted to the shaft that well. It looks like there's tons of space on both sides where you could definitely fit past the platform um, and, and head down. All right, I'm totally going to do that. And then probably about, so I, I start climbing down as a giant spider. And uh, when I get towards the bottom, like, what does the shaft look like? Is it just like one entrance at the top, one entrance at the bottom? Yeah. So probably about 10 feet above the entrance on the bottom, I'm going to start making a web that okay. just yeah, covers take the entire span. Yeah. Right. Uh, what's the strength on that web? Uh, give me some... Uh, let's see. I'll just copy and paste it real quick. Yeah. Because I really got to pay attention here. Uh, <laughs> the target is restrained by webbings. It's an extra restraint target. That's all it tells me. Full strength check, first thing. Okay, considering that the web can burst out of a DC of 12, um, I will uh, say that it could probably it could probably reduce the damage if somebody were to fall, but it definitely wouldn't stop it. Okay. Okay. What if, and then what if it's layered? All like, huh? What if it's layered? Mm, true. If you but want to take the time to do that, how long does it take to catch? It's a five-six recharge. And it's just yeah. an action. Yeah, so it, um, based on that, um, you get it... Oh, I guess it'll take way too long. You get it two out of six times, which would be one out of three, which would mean out of every turn, out of every three turns, you'd be able to do it once. So it, yeah, it would take a while to, to layer it, because it's a pretty I mean, I can, I can do that, and then I'll be there, so like I can try and soften their fall of my body <laughs> as so, well. So... so so the mechanics that we're trying to do right now, we're trying to slowly layer, slowly bring ourselves down in this elevator. Yeah, to yeah. the bottom. Okay. And I, I've enhanced the abilities of Rom and Angel as far as enhanced ability goes. And, and, and I'll... And, uh... Wait, hold on. I just realized you guys... Okay, I'm speaking... Uh, I don't know. Am I allowed to speak meta here? Uh-huh. Because Goop, you guys have the ability to summon creatures, right? Can't you just summon more spiders? I mean, yeah, but because that probably we might would need help. that later. We're gonna be fighting. No, stuff that's what in I'm thinking. Game. It's it's a third level spell. That's the only problem with that, or else I totally like, would. Ooh, I don't think it's highly worth hiring spiders to make a trampoline when we can summon wolves <laughs> later to fight whatever the fuck. I mean, is. <laughs> or we can do like a giant vulture all the way at the bottom. Have <laughs> the vulture slowly lowers us down. How high is this? Like how how much of a a thousand feet. Are you sure you guys don't want to? <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, I didn't realize it was a thousand feet. Okay. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A drop at, at like medium height, like 500 feet, would eat through those webs, especially with with people on it. Yeah, that's a bit of momentum. Don't worry, guys. I got this. I'm strong <laughs> like a bull. <laughs> listen, listen, um, Rob. As much as I uh, appreciate you, I really don't trust. I really don't trust you with my life, specifically with this. But I thought we were friends. Well, um, so I can I can summon eight giant wolf spiders. Uh, would they be able? How about I join you down there, and me and you can spawn some sort of creature uh, if it, if it starts falling <laughs> to try to catch it. Oh, um, yeah, that'd work. I guess we just try to catch them if it falls. All right, a uh, group of wild shapes into a giant centipede and, and makes her way down to uh, where Gustav is. I mean, that's, a, that's sort of just lighten the load for her. I'm going to still layer webs until I see something bad happening at the bottom. At that point, I'm guessing Angel and Rama are going to take the rope while Agave sits by. All right, hold on. Here's, here's what I got to say. All right. Uh, if the webs aren't anchored between two solid masses, such as all the trees are laid across the floor, blah, blah, blah the conjure web collapses on itself, and this building is blah, blah. Each creature that starts his turn in the web, okay, blah, blah, uh, restrained. Webs are flammable, any five foot. It, um, the webs are going to have um, an HP of 20. Oh, so if, like, the thing takes fall damage, then that's what's going to, like, break it? Yeah, it'll, it'll deduce, it'll, so if the thing does fall damage, like the fall is going to do fall damage, and I'll deduce 20 from that fall damage um, for the whips. That's, that's, and if I layer them, will add more to the uh, thing? Mm, if you want to spend a lot of time doing that, then yes. How much is a lot of time? Like an extra hour. Oof. Really? Oof. I mean, you are talking about a lot of whips. <laughs> but it says it recharges... So like, it would well, be... I know, but it's it's a pretty big space, so to cover it. Oh, with, gotcha. Cause cause it's like a twenty foot cube. Like, Fucking right, yeah. Feet. Um, all right, fuck it. I'll just uh do the one web, go to the bottom, and uh be prepared to conjure something if they start falling. And Goop is down there with you. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, once I get to the bottom, um, we step out of the way of the uh, <laughs> out of the uh. The elevator, just in case it falls on us, and uh, right. goop, goop breaks breaks form from a giant centipede, which is basically a goop-sized centipede, and it goes back to regular goop. Yeah, I do the same thing using the last of my uh, wild shape. All right, so who is getting on, and what is your size? I know Vrom is getting on. He's small. Angel and Adave are medium, correct? Yeah. Okay, so um, also. Um, look at your character sheet right now and let me know if you have more, uh, let me know how much equipment weight you have. Yeah, I was about to ask, so, like, do we have to, like, account for that? Yeah, um, also, Angel, um, you are going to add to your equipment weight, um, for that armor that you have on, I will tell you exactly. You're gonna add an extra, uh, you're gonna add another 65 pounds to your total, Angel. All right. Um, I didn't think we'd have to do math here. No, I mean, <laughs> well, I just, uh, I'm just trying to get, so you're going to be about 200 pounds. Let's just call it that. You know, just round, round up to the nearest hundred. So we'll just say 200 pounds uh, for Angel. Vrom's about 80 pounds, I believe. 86.1. All right. So it's going to round up to 100. And then um, Adave, I believe you're at like 100 as well. I was just going to say, out of the game, I'm really glad I'm not Mondor right now. 
Mondo would be carrying the whole team at that point, really, though. He he was a paladin. <laughs> yeah. And he was a minotaur, too. Oh, Lord. All right, Dave. I do have a Dave's exact weight. It's 205 pounds. Right, so let's just say 200. All right, so that gives But that's decent... him and his... Uh, yeah, that's him and his equipment. Uh, okay. Goop looks up at the shaft. Um, is it... Do, do Goop believe that, a, that a, a vulture, or maybe two vultures, can fit in between... The chef? Yeah. It, it counts as a large beast. Yeah, 100%. It's a pretty huge chef. What about four vultures? Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge... <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Just two. Just two. Okay. All right. So, um, you guys on time the rope. constrictor snake fit? A <laughs> giant one. Okay. He's about to carry the whole Noah's Ark? So, uh, so you guys untie the rope, and uh, who's got the rope in their hand? I do. 